It's the bottom line on News Radio 610, KONA. From the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down the stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City with your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. 25% of this group of people never plan to retire. Because one down, 23 to go. And yet another example of what Medicaid for all will do for you. But first, give us your bottom line. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. It is the bottom line. News Radio 610 at KONA, Monday afternoon, 547-1610. If you'd like to get involved, you can also get us via email at 610kona.com. Your name, where you're listening, and what you would like to contribute, as well as on Twitter at Bottom Line 610. Rob Francis said Dawson here, and Ed, you know, it always raises an eyebrow when the daughter of one Nancy Pelosi comes out and makes a statement regarding a recent high profile arrest. Now, Nancy Pelosi's daughter does work with the DNC. And she said in regards to the arrest of one Jeffrey Epstein over the weekend that some of our favorites could be implicated. Mm -hmm. Now, when Nancy Pelosi's daughter comes out and says some of our favorites could be implicated, she is raising a huge flag that those that have been associated with with the Democrat elite could have their names exposed in this. One in particular. Yeah, she didn't say one of our favorites. She says some of some, our favorites. Which implies more plur- than one. Plural, yes. But but there is one that's uh, at, at, at the top of that list who has spent more than two dozen trips aboard the uh, notorious airplane that Jeffrey Epstein used to cater to some of his clients, Uh, that being one William Jefferson Clinton. Mm -hmm. Former president. uh, We know has a bit of a track record in this uh, particular Mm -hmm. thing. Going back over 40 years. Yes, the the plane in question was dubbed the Lolita Express. Yes. It would take off mostly from uh, Palm Beach, Florida, to a remote island uh, filled with um, young people, uh, minors. Well, the term Lolita is basically a... Uh sideways term for underage female prostitutes. Yep. Um, Bill Clinton, apparently, um, there's been some documentation uh, placing him on that plane, like you said, a couple of dozen times. Uh, I think like 25 or 26. Something like that. Yep. And uh, let me just say this off the top. You know where I stand politically. Yes. Um, in this in this case, I don't care what 
political affiliation you are. Not in the slightest. If you engage in this activity, I hope every single one of these lowlifes gets what is coming to them. I don't care. In spades. I don't care if one of which, one of whom is a former president, other names are beginning to surface. Kevin Spacey yep. is another one. He has had, uh, shall we say, a little bit of an issue with um, minors and, um, and sexual aggressive, allegations. And aggressive behavior. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and as more details come out, I'm going to say this. This, I feel, will be one of the biggest, most explosive stories that we will see in this year and maybe even over the next couple of years. If the details are not suppressed, if we, the public, find out who was actually involved with documentation, these these people that were engaging in this activity— with Jeffrey Epstein, this is this is going to be huge, it, 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 and I think it goes beyond Bill Clinton. Uh, certainly, a very big fish to catch, uh, if that is the case. But I think it's I think it's worth noting that, and again, this is my opinion. You know me, a conspiracy ed. I feel that. Because of the types of people that could very well be implemented, implicated, I should say, in this, this story is not going to get the coverage that it deserves. So I'm asking you out there to do me a favor, follow this story from whatever media outlet will cover it, because it's important, I think, to follow the trail in this one. There will be names that come up that will shock people. And one of those names has already surfaced and fizzled out within a matter of hours. Well, depending on the outlet, some of them are trying to continue to make the association. And those that want to continue to try and hammer in that regard have now changed their focus to a member of the president's cabinet. Donald Trump's name appeared on one of the look when when you have flights, it's required by law that you have to have a roster of who is on the flight. Yes. Certainly people make up names, put only their first name, put their initials on whatever. Donald Trump appeared on Epstein's uh, Epstein's plane one time. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know me, I'm not a Trump defender at all, but I think it's what I'm a defender of is the truth. Yes. And the truth is his name appears on the roster, on the on the plane roster one time from Palm Beach, Florida to New York. He had asked for a ride home. Because Epstein was at Mar-a-Lago. Yes. And to that end, there's already been stories surfacing that. You know, if you see pictures of the two of them together, yes, he was at Mar-a-Lago. And yes, he was acting inappropriately. Trump found out and kicked him out. Now, the president nor 
the Mar-a-Lago estate have gone public with what has been rumored to have occurred at Mar-a-Lago with Epstein. But one of the attorneys who represents a number of Epstein's accusers said that Trump himself banned Epstein from Mar-a-Lago because Epstein had uh, supposedly sexually assaulted an underage girl on the premises. And reports are the girl was 14 years old. Um, Trump and Mar-a-Lago have not weighed in to confirm or deny that report as it had continued to circulate more than likely because he doesn't want to get involved. The more you get involved in something, the more you could potentially be drug into something. But the the any anything that we know as of this point in time that links the sitting president to Epstein does not go beyond the one plane ride and the incident that happened at Mar-a-Lago with the banning of Epstein due to that allegation. As as far as we know now, those are, I mean, look, when this story exploded, as any reference to Trump, you know, was going to be pushed forth by the mainstream media. Correct. And it was, and it was quickly snuffed out. I don't anticipate there being other uh, bombs in this, bombshells, because... This story is a bombshell. Yes. You would think that if somebody or any group of people wanted to take down the president, the they it would have happened by now. It would have gotten some legs. Now, the aspect of um, Alex Acosta, who is the current labor secretary mm-hmm. and was the former U.S. attorney in Miami at the time that Jeffrey Epstein was first uh tried and and charges brought against him he was the u.s prosecutor at that point in time when epstein pled guilty to a deal that would have allowed him to serve 13 months in jail instead of a life sentence uh the deal gave him the ability to plead guilty to lesser state charges of soliciting and procuring a person under the age of 18 for prosecution It also required him to reach financial settlements with dozens of accusers and register as a sex offender. Acosta has defended the plea agreement, saying at the time the agreement was okay. It was called for and appropriate under the circumstances, but... Before this renewed call on Acosta came out, the White House, apparently in February, said that they were looking into how he handled that deal. The U.S. District Judge is also apparently uh, has made a ruling regarding the deal earlier this year that said the victims should have been consulted about the deal, and he is weighing whether to invalidate it or not. Now, with the number of charges that have been brought against Epstein in federal court, to which he has pled not guilty, um, I don't know whether the invalidation of that deal at a state level is going to impact the numerous charges he's facing at the federal level. But the one thing we do know 
and especially with the Supreme Court's most recent ruling on this, this is not a double jeopardy situation because he did not face any federal charges in Florida. They were all state charges. So he can be prosecuted at the federal level for this new spate of charges. Five four seven one six ten five zero nine five four seven one six ten. Toss out two more interesting names being associated with this uh, developing story. This is the bottom line. You're on News Radio six ten K O N A. Now back to the bottom line, presented by McCary Meats in Basin City. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. And you can email us, too. Just go to the website, 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page. Send us your question or your comment. Uh, just like... Uh, Jim from Washtuckna writes on Epstein. Sadly, the story will disappear down the rabbit hole of the mainstream media for three reasons. One, you really can't tie it to Trump. Number two, it will highlight too many high profile liberals. And finally, three, it is an election year and the story does nothing to promote the Dems, nor does it really damage the Republicans. Mark my words, this will disappear from the media quicker than Weinstein did. And for all he is accused of, Weinstein dropped out of the media faster than a hot dog at the Coney Island contest. Jim, appreciate the email, Jim. Couple of, I I, I see where he's going, and and I I feel, I I feel his pain. I do. That's why I'm imploring people to stay on this because, again, political affiliation aside, this. This, to me, is a very, very big story. I think this is going, this goes to the heart of the swamp, of the corruption in government. Uh, High-profile people thinking they can do whatever the heck they want um, and get away with it because they have been able to get away with it for so long. Case in point... One of the other names that is attached to Epstein is a royal. Yes. One of the princes apparently <laughs> has had jaunts yeah. to Lolita on the Lolita Express. Yeah, and that would be Prince Andrew, mm-hmm. um, which I'm sure the queen is overly thrilled about that um he has kept a extremely low profile since his divorce which was very high profile to fergie right yes sarah ferguson Mm -hmm. otherwise known as the original fergie right yes she since since their divorce he has kept a very very low profile Hmm, i wonder why she divorced him (laughs) yeah maybe she found out maybe there was a little bit of something something that was out there before that but Mm. uh we also got a tweet from michelle saying if Epstein threatens to take down a Clinton. He will probably end up dying by suicide or otherwise mysteriously, in my opinion. And while while certainly that um, that spate of conspiracy theory has been around for some time, this is not your run of the mill Clinton situation. No, this is not Vince Foster. This is not. Um, white um 
Whitewater. This is not um, many of the the other situations that we have dealt with as far as Clintons and those who they've had dealings with. This is somebody who is now uh, federally incarcerated, mm-hmm. who will not be seeing the light of day until his trial who has no reason to protect Bill Clinton in any way, shape, or form. There no. is no, uh, the only thing that he can gain by discussing those who utilize his services is less prison time. That's right. Which, which he could do. Which he could do. And, and you better believe that those uh, those prosecutors are already, if they haven't already started, are going to go down that hole. Another thing to keep in mind with this as well Think about the amount of branches on this tree. Mm-hmm. Many. You're not just talking about one person at the top in Jeffrey Epstein. You're talking about the countless number of women that were involved in this, the amount of people that worked aboard his plane, those that have gone to attorneys as accusers, those who may have been at the airport when the planes landed, those who may have been at uh, Epstein's mansions and seen what has happened, you're not simply talking about Jeffrey Epstein. You're talking about thousands of people that potentially have a story to tell that may involve Bill Clinton. So this is not your... And others. Yes, and others. This is not your run-of-the-mill, typical Clinton close associate, could-wind-up-turning-states-evidence situation. This is John Q. Public, who may have just happened to have been there as an invitee of Jeffrey Epstein in some other line, way, shape, or form, and may have seen something inappropriate by any number of individuals whose names could appear eventually on this list. And it's also much more involved than the Harvey Weinstein, which was a little bit more than a he said, she said, but it was in that realm as opposed to this, which is much more of a network. But I want to I get to the one point as we come up to commercial break. I teased that there were two names. One, we mentioned. The other, do you know who was the head of the FBI the first time around? Epstein was uh, charged and really nothing came of it. Would that have been a particular darling of the left who is supposed to be speaking in front of Congress very soon? One, Robert Mueller. Led the FBI at the time, the original charges, and people are jumping on that as well as they should. At least look at it. At least look at it. See what's there. You think maybe some individuals might ask questions about that at his upcoming congressional hearing? (laughs) You think he'll answer them? No. The other thing that's a big difference, too, to point out between the Weinstein situation and this is, is Weinstein was doing it overwhelmingly to feed his own ego and pretend to be a a maker of stars. Epstein, as much as he took part, was also a major facilitator for others in this. And Mm -hmm. that's why it is a stark difference between the Weinstein Me Too situation and Epstein and what he has done here. 547 1610, 509 547 1610. This is the bottom line, News Radio 610, KONA. 
Line on Twitter at Bottom Line 610. Now, back to the show. Presented by McCarry Meets in Basin City. Bottom Line is Radio 610 KONA, 547-1610. If you would like to get involved in the program, Robin Ed with you. Also via email, 610KONA.com, your name, where you're listening, what you'd like to say, and on Twitter at Bottom Line 610. You know, we've heard a lot, uh, especially in the debates the other week from the Democratic hopefuls for president. And we heard quite a bit of the same platform positions being reiterated by, I'd say, almost two handfuls of them. And one of those that continues to be discussed is Medicare for all. Mm. Medicare for all. We're going to do away. Now, some have gone so far as to saying we are going to do away with private insurance and the 140 million people in the country that are on a private insurance plan, well, you will not have an option to have that. You will go on Medicare, Mm -hmm. and you will have that as your only option. That is no different than socialized medicine. Now, of course, we, we have our own examples to a smaller degree of socialized medicine in the United States. That's called the VA. True. And uh, how well has that worked out? Uh, Less than what we would hope. Yeah, considering the fact that there are many that uh, go to the VA and then choose to go to somewhere else. uh, Because the VA has been an absolute prime example as to why Medicare for all and socialized medicine doesn't work. Um, But here's another example for you, and one that you will not hear Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren tell you about. The French government handed down a ruling last week regarding a man who is a quadriplegic. He does not have any health issues other than the fact that an accident rendered him a quadriplegic. He does have some brain damage as a result of his accident, but he breathes on his own. He sleeps. He wakes up. He responds to voices. He is not dependent on machines to live, but he is dependent on nutrition and hydration being delivered in a special manner. The Court of Cassation has ruled that his food needs to be removed after a six-year-long legal battle. Mm. Do you know how long it takes to starve and dehydrate to death, Ed? I do not. It can take two weeks. Okay. Two weeks. So you are going to have an individual who is conscious, has an awareness of his surroundings, breathes on his own. You are going to order this individual to starve to death and go without water while they are a conscious individual. 
Welcome to Medicare for All. (laughs) A court will decide, a court will decide whether or not you will be able to live or die. 547 if you'd like to email us. Go to the website, 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page and send us your question or your comment. The parents of Vincent Lambert, or Lambert as it is probably pronounced in France, recently spoke at the Human Rights Council asking for their help to intervene and help save her son's life. He is 42 years old. There are members of his own family that would like to see him die. Isn't that pleasant? His wife is even in favor of this. Now, most situations, you would just get a divorce. (laughs) Just, Just kind of throwing that out there that if your husband is a quadriplegic, and look, there are people that can't handle that situation. Not sure. not everybody has the inner strength to be able to live the rest of their life with a spouse that is a quadriplegic and has some brain damage and cannot necessarily live the life they were accustomed to. It, it, it Too much of a traumatic shock. I get it if somebody can't deal with that. You get a divorce. You don't advocate for him to die. It's a little extreme to me. Is is part of this argument at all, I guess, for lack of a better term, let's put him out of his misery? I mean, that's the humane thing to do or no? Well, they haven't looked at anything like that because if they did, then they would have to make a rule on what they believe his state is and they can't because they're not him this is all about the legal aspects through socialized medicine Um, a little bit more history on his case in 2015 the european court of human rights ruled against vincent lambert's parents This May, doctors started to remove feeding tubes due to security concerns. The Paris Court of Appeals immediately ordered doctors to cease removing the tubes until the Court of Cassation handed down their final ruling, which came at the end of June. The family's argument, the parents' argument, is that removing food and water is medically unnecessary that will starve him to death on account of his disability. Well, when you start talking about removing feeding tubes, you go back to the Terry Schiavo case. Exactly. And the Terry Schiavo organization has gotten involved in this. I would imagine. Uh, Bobby Schindler, who is the president of the Terry Schiavo Life and Hope Network, put out this statement saying, Vincent Lambert is a disabled man who relies on food and water, just like the rest of us. He experienced a brain injury, but is not terminal and not near the end of his natural life. It is a crime against common sense that his parents are being denied the right to care for him as they see fit. 
Vincent is being killed by the French state, and this killing is intentionally being caused by a denial of food and water. If we treated any other disabled person this way, it would be rightly seen as an outrageous injustice. We have to awaken the consciences of our brothers and sisters to recognize the humanity and dignity of Vincent Lambert and those like him. Lives are literally at stake. Now, one thing it is doing in France is reigniting the debate over euthanasia laws. I would imagine that, yes. Currently, it's illegal in France, but doctors can remove life-saving measures with those with, quote, no hope of recovery. A law in 2016 allows doctors to put terminally ill patients into a conscious deep sedation until death. Now, I can understand if you have stage four non-treatable cancer and you make the choice that you want to be put in deep sedation until you pass away to minimize the amount of pain you're going to feel. I can get that, but it's your choice. I do not get, and first of all, what is no hope of recovery? What does that mean? Does that mean that your condition is never going to get better? So if you have um, severely high blood pressure and you have really bad genetic cholesterol, is your condition going to get any better? Does that mean you have no hope for recovery? Does that qualify you for going on the list of state-ordered death? There, That's a very broad statement, no hope yeah. for recovery. And while Vincent may be a quadriplegic, Vincent apparently has no other health issues, is not near the natural end of his death, is being cared for by his parents, but socialized medicine means the state pays for it. So if the state doesn't want to pay for it anymore, and they don't think Vincent is going to be a contributing member to society, well, guess what? The court has just decided Vincent can suffer for 14 days without food and water and die a gruesome, horrible, painful death. So just imagine if that same process comes here. And the courts begin to determine who has no hope for recovery. Will that apply to those that are addicted to drugs? That they would have no hope, that some would have no hope for recovery? Would that apply to those that have stage four cancer? And Well, you can't have an experimental treatment because, well, you're in stage four. There's no hope for your recovery. You just have to die because we can't afford to spend money on you. To be clear, let's I mean, let's let's reset this to make this abundantly clear for everyone. This man in France not in a coma. No. He's not in a coma. He's no. not even sick. He's He doesn't need a machine to... He can breathe on his own. Mm-hmm. Okay. Disabled, but very much alive. Yes. In other words, there are many cases, much like Vincent Lambert's that exist in America, where mm-hmm. he is confined either to a wheelchair or bedridden, has brain damage but has awareness, can breathe on his own, has levels of consciousness, 
does have enough damage to his brain that he does not put coherent sentences together, does not express thought, but can respond to voices, knows who is with him, is aware of his surroundings. There are many people in a situation like that in the United States Mm -hmm. who are reliant on being fed because they cannot feed themselves, are reliant on hydration because they cannot bring drink to their mouth, who still live because they're not near the natural end of their life cycle. France wants to bump up Vincent Lambert's because it is state-ordered medicine. Medicare for All in 2020. Give us your bottom line. Call 509-547-1610. Now, back to the show. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City. Bottom line is Radio 610-KONA. Thanks for joining us this Monday afternoon. Got a quick email from Jack and Kennewick. Says sounds a lot a lot sounds like a lot of the Democratic Party. Well, yeah, Jack, it is. That's what we heard ten days ago, two weeks ago at the debates. We need Medicare for all. Well, how are you gonna pay for it? We don't know. Well, what's it gonna do? Well, it's gonna provide insurance to everybody. Oh, really? Is it? What about the hundred and forty million people that have private insurance? Well, we're gonna make that illegal. And so everybody is gonna get on Medicare for all. So wait, let's see what we're gonna do. We're gonna take out 140 million people of private insurance, which is not government-funded, and we're going to put them all in the government dole, which is one-sixth of the U.S. economy, and it's going to work out great, just like everything else the government runs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the VA. VA No, all you have to do is look north. Canada has had this for some time. Mm -hmm. And And, people come here. And Well, look, the, the pro is... You don't have to pay for really anything for your medicine. The con is, now, aside from the tremendous amount of debt that it incurs nationally for their budget, you sit in waiting rooms forever. Yeah. And not just the ER. Now, we're talking about uh, this situation in France, Vincent Lambert, um, He's not sick. He's not in a coma. He's not connected to a machine to breathe or anything like that. He's he's basically, I mean, he's alive. He's disabled, but alive. And the other thing to know with this too, Ed, he hasn't been this way since birth. Right. This was the result of an accident that he suffered. Right. Up until 10 years ago, he was a perfectly fine he was a nurse. Yeah, right. He was a nurse. He was in the medical field. You know, the unfortunate thing is that you've got a situation where the state is tired of keeping him alive. They're tired of paying for the fact that he needs to be fed through a tube and hydrated through a tube. So he needs an IV in him at all times for hydration, and he gets fed through a tube. Everything else about him is perfectly fine. He doesn't have a disease. He's He's got brain damage as a result of the accident. But he has awareness. He has consciousness. 
He sleeps. He wakes up. He is not near the end of his natural death life cycle unless you remove the food and the water. Which, which the same courts, with everybody. Yeah, which the courts have decided that that's going to happen. You know, another layer of this argument is who, whom gets the right to decide about this. It's not just the courts. It's interesting because uh, Emmanuel Macron was asked, the president of France, was asked about this very case. And he said that it should lie with the wishes of his wife in consultation with the doctors and really refused to intervene. And so in case you're wondering if there was going to be any, you know, last minute change, you know, a reprieve from the governor, so to speak, in this case, President Macron, he's not going to get involved with it because, one, he helped create that system. And number two, he says that it should be up to the man's wife and their doctors. Now, there is something to that argument, is there not? If a spouse at the consultation of the doctors say it's in this man's best interest to pull the feeding tubes. I'm just, I'm playing, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm no, not I being facetious I, here. I, 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 I absolutely hear it's what you're the, saying. It's his parents that are arguing, and others too, but mainly his parents that are arguing against this notion. The reason, all right, and, and, and I will, I, like I said earlier, not everyone has the ability or the inner strength to be able to deal with a spouse that is not going to be the way they remember them, that is not going to be the person that they married because of a accident that has rendered them helpless. They, they can't feed themselves, can't provide liquid. They can't speak because of the brain damage. But, they, but other than that, they are a viable human being. They are a life. They are not threatened by injury. The only thing that, that Vincent Lambert needs on a daily basis is food and water provided through a tube. He doesn't need special medicines. He doesn't have round-the-clock doctors there. This is what he needs. For the wife to turn around and say, basically, I'm tired of this, kill my husband. You're... you're, you're th- if you're talking about someone with a debilitating disease, you can maybe give me a good argument. The man has no debilitating disease other than his disability. I don't know that this is just a wife decision because there are so how many oof, that I don't my, I don't, my point is yeah. though, under normal circumstances, even in this country, the spouse and or children of the person at the behest of the doctor weigh in yes. when the person cannot speak for themselves. Yes. But this is not one of those situations that we would have in the United States like that. Not yet. Not yet. Medicare for all, though. Five, let's, get it, let's get everybody on the government dole. Five four seven one six ten. Our number one is in the books. Don't go anywhere. More of the bottom line after this.